Hey, this is Bill Mosley. I'm Chop Top, I'm Otis, I'm Luigi Largo, and Johnny from Night of the Living Dead, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. back to the horror squad tonight we're going to be talking about our favorite films from the decade which is extremely hard to do i think we all went through a couple lists multiple times i know i did like seven or eight which is ridiculous um what about you guys how many you guys did you end up doing Ooh, well i narrowed mine down to like 20 movies and then i kept taking those 20 movies and like flip-flopping them like 10 times like minimum and then i just like decided finally like okay this is it i'm just putting it down like i'm not doing it again and then i even like looked at it today and i wanted to change it again but i was like nope that this is it i'm stuck this is, like and that's it yeah super hard that's like impossible it's just like every day i mean you you think about it and it could change every single day so it's really our top 10 from the day that we sent it because yeah. God, it's such a different there's so many movies in a decade and a lot of great ones this decade it's a tough one i kind of did mine like uh how joe mentioned his but i can probably do as many rounds as he did and i just narrowed it down like what would i rather watch right now like what mm-hmm. would i rather throw on is it going to be this one or this one and then i would just knock it down or knock it out Mm -hmm. my biggest fear too is that there's like some that i forgot you know and then like i'm like oh shit i would have put that like in my top 10 because there's like so many movies but i i feel pretty good about my about my top 10 well i figured i probably left some off too but as long as they're on your guys's list that's all i care about Mm -hmm. and we got our ultimate our ultimate top 10 which i gotta say i think is pretty a good representation of the decade. I'm I'm happy with how the ultimate list came out. Can't wait to hear it. Mm-hmm. Hey Sam, would you mind telling us your top ten from 2019? Do you know them off the top of your head? I sure do. Nice. Okay, ready, guys. So, starting from ten. Okay, and I didn't watch a lot of um, non-mainstream horror movies, so they're all gonna be like big theater releases. I Do you think. have any honorable mentions? Or are we just getting right into the 10? I'm just getting into it. I'm All not right. I'm not dwelling on 2019. Alright. Um, okay, so 10 is The Prodigy. 9 is Crawl. 8 is Escape Room. 7 is Child's Play. 6 is Annabelle Comes Home. 5 is Scary Stories. I know, maybe that's not horror, but... Oh, it definitely is. Um, 4 is Ready or Not... Three is It Chapter Two, and I want to know, Joe thinks, I'm curious to know what Joe might think I put as my number one, but um, it was really hard for me. I put Midsommar as number two, and then Us as number one. Okay. I I thought that would have been flipped, personally, the one and two for you. I know, I'm just thinking about that too, Todd, but Midsommar was really a lot for me, like, personally i don't know that movie just hurts so much to watch and i love it so much because i relate to danny's character a lot but i just said well what movie would i watch now and it was us because i had seen us a few times but midsummer only once so that's yeah. why I just- it's heavy it's definitely heavy it is heavy <laughs> like hereditary like that's why it wasn't on my list last year because i couldn't watch it that you know i'm not gonna sit down oh let's watch hereditary and have a good time 
Yeah, not that it's not good, but it is a lot. So no. what was your number one, Todd? Uh, ready or Not. Ready or Not, nice. Yep. What about you, Steve? Uh, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. What was yours? Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the ultimate list, which I actually threw away, so I don't even remember. <laughs> what was the number one? Do you remember? I was, forget. Wasn't it Midsummer? It, 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 it was Midsummer. It was Midsummer. Nice. Yeah. What was Great your number list. ten? If we could, if I could listen to that real quick. Oh. What was it? Your number tens, like everyone's ten. Oh, like that just made like. Like uh, just your number ten. Number ten. Well, my number ten was climax. I think. Yeah, mine was tigers are not afraid. I think mine was haunt, but I don't remember. Yeah. Cool. You just have to listen to the episode. I guess so. I'm gonna <laughs> listen to it after we finish recording. All right. <laughs> and uh, tonight we're gonna we're excited to do 2020 freaking trivia. Which I'm pumped for. Yeah, starting this slate clean again. Yeah, congrats, Todd. Yeah, Todd, you have to let us know. Like, what are we doing? Are, are we sending you money, or are we just? Are you picking out something for us to buy for you? I, th- I think it's easier just for for cash, like on PayPal. Okay. So you don't have to like yeah, worry I'll... about shipping and all that stuff. Yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll, I'll PayPal you or Venmo you, whatever. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna go tonight. A perfect. What what are my possible points? Nine. You have to buy horror with it. I don't want okay. you buying fucking uh, taking the family out to dinner or something. I was going to go to Fuji Steakhouse, but yeah. shit. <laughs> uh, so we're doing trivia tonight. We're also doing our competition, which Steve will cover shortly. And thanks for everyone that participated in the decade, man. It's, it's super hard. So Steve. All right. So at episode 100, we announced a contest. Uh, all you had to do was hashtag us for squad 100 and uh, share that episode. Uh, so finally it's time to announce the winner. So thank you to everyone who entered. Some people entered on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, some of them did, all, uh, I think, no, I don't know if anyone did all three, but there was definitely a lot that did two of them. So I got all the names here in a little bowl and I will pick one and okay. the winner will get some stuff. I'm excited. What, what color bowl is it? Yes, how are they going to contact us? Should I guess email uh, us? The, the, the email, yeah. Yeah. yeah email, email us, yeah. Email us your address, and, and well, I know I get some stuff to send. And, um, and so do I. I think, but yeah, so. I'll throw some boobies in there, too. Awesome. But I need to know what color the bowl is first before you do it. Yes, it's, I it, it, It's clear. Like a glass? No, it's a plastic. This house is one of my Christmas ornaments, so. It's the only thing I could find those near what me. What happened to your zombie head you used to pull out of? It's in my uh, office. So I, I have like a horror office, but it, it's not at my house. It's at another house. All right. Hey, before yeah. you before you move on, do you guys? Whenever someone talks to you about like horror stuff, do they sometimes not hear you correctly and think you said horror? Oh, all the time. Yeah, they're like, wait. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to a horror convention. Like a horror? I'm like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> So I heard horror office from from Steve. So, yeah. well, that's that's my other office. <laughs> we, we will not talk about that. <laughs> All right, so you guys ready for the uh, little pick Let's here? Do it. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Know. Thanks so much for entering and listening. I don't know if me swirling the the names around comes up on the uh, mic. Sounds there, like you're beating it. <laughs> 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 All right. 
and I got a name. And the winner, it was on Facebook, and that is Kayla. Yay. 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 So Kayla, uh, she yeah, she, she's definitely someone who uh, shares our podcast a lot on mm-hmm. social media, so we really appreciate that. And uh, congratulations on winning. So just email us. Uh, our email is mm. the horror squad podcast at gmail.com. Now, I'm pretty sure you're going to listen to this, uh, so I won't have to chase you. But if ever, by some reason, you're on vacation or something, in like a week, I'll just send you a message if uh, we didn't hear from you. So congratulations, Kayla, and thank you, everyone, for entering. We will do this again in the future. Man, that, that sign, Red or Not Blu-ray, is so badass. It is. <laughs> uh, I want it. <laughs> Uh, trivia? Oh, 2020? Sorry, that's not part of the prize Wait, anymore. I was like, I didn't know that was part what? of the prize. What? No, I'm just kidding. I was going to keep it to myself. <laughs> he passed <laughs> He probably was. <laughs> yeah, I contacted, uh, I think you missed that. I contacted the directors and they're... Sweet! So I gotta, which I gotta mail out. So it might, uh, it's gonna be, give it some time. It'll probably take a little while, but within like the month, I would say you'll get it. You'll get it. I just gotta mail it out to them. Well, knowing Joe, it might be three years. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> knowing Joe, he takes forever, but I'll keep reminding him. Yeah, let's, let's have Sam be in charge. And Damien, I got to mail out Haunt to Damien, and he's going to sign that as well. <laughs> exactly. He just signed on for a new movie, actually. Um, on It's called On Location. It's yeah. about, like... Uh, like horror fans who go to like a filming location of like famous horror movies, but there's like a real killer or something like that. It sounds fun. Is he the and killer? Starts... Uh, no, he's well. He said you actually see his face in this movie like the whole time. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a killer or what, um, but uh, also starring uh, the girl from the VHS segment, um, the vampire girl or whatever she is from oh, VHS cool. one. Yeah. So the two of them have signed on for that. Good so for him. Keep, keep your eyes peeled for that. And congrats to him. Oh, I fucking will. <laughs> well, you know, we'll have him on for wrong turn, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's do this 2020 trivia kickoff. All right. Well, as you guys know, we're starting off with a clean slate, so everyone has zero points at the end of the year at our year-ender episode for 2020. We will be announcing um, the winner, and yeah, uh, $30 once again, I guess, is on the line per person, and uh, yeah, let's start her off. $200 up, I'm just kidding. Ooh, yeah. all right, I'm, I'm all no. for it. <laughs> That'd be crazy. It'd be, like, really intense. We should. We should just, $30 in the pot every month, and then it'd be even well, I'm not, If that's the case, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know about that. Fucking trivia. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, a dollar a month. <laughs> yeah. <there you> <laughs> all right, sure. I guess I'll start off. So my, um, I'm sure you guys probably did this too, but all my trivia has to do with some of the best of the decade movies. So to start off here, um, what is used to hypnotize Chris? In uh, a cup and a, like a, a spoon. Correct. I'll give it to you. Well, yes. Teacup tea and a spoon. Yeah, yeah, boy. Todd with the point. Sam, I thought you were going to be all over that one. Well, you were like grinning at me, so I wasn't... <laughs> grinning at her. Fucking cheater. <laughs> I'll, I'll go next. Uh, mine are not 2010 and up related. <clears throat> Number one. In the Amityville Horror, the original, what phrase is screamed at the priest? 
Damn you. God. Oh my gosh, you people. I haven't seen Amityville, the original Amityville in forever, so I, I can't no tell one, you. No one? No, I don't remember. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Damn, oh, I thought that was an easy one. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Uh, this one actually comes from Jedi Mind 1207. We sent it on Twitter a long time ago, but I was waiting for it. What's the first rule of Zombieland? Uh, cardio? That's right. Yeah, nice. Sure. Oh. I just say don't fight or don't talk about it. I kind of mixed up. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. You don't talk about the rules of Zombieland. <laughs> Why'd you wait on that one? Because uh, he he posted it publicly, and I was afraid someone would remember the question, oh. so I, I I gave it like a month before I uh, asked him. He sent me some questions too, but mm. I'll have to go back and look for them. What the heck? Jeez. <laughs> You're up. Oh, I'm up? Yep. All right. Well, Joe copied me, so my questions are also regarding <laughs> so-and-so. Um, all righty. What? Okay, so I'm going to need the brand and oh. the type of model. Oh, shit. <laughs> what type? 58 Plymouth Fury. What type of model slash brand was Unsane filmed with? Uh, An iPhone, iPhone, iPhone eight. eight, iPhone seven. Aunt Joe, Aunt Steve. Oh, I'll give it to Todd, I guess. Really? What, what was it? <laughs> what do you mean you guess? Well, because it's technically iPhone seven plus. Oh. <laughs> yes. Already fucking three, three nothing. Woo, <laughs> baby! Your turn. Holy shit! All right. My next question is: What is the name of the place Dalton gets stuck in in Uh, the further? The what? The further? Correct. Darn. You thought that last time. You literally asked that like five (laughs) weeks ago. I can't remember what I asked week by week. I was gonna say the upside down, but that's Stranger Things, huh? Yeah. 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 Shoot. All right. right. Uh, Is it? That's my turn. I think. All right, go for it. All right. Uh, all right. Steven Spielberg's hook was written, written by which iconic horror actor? Oh, shit. His book? His no, hook. Uh, no, it's Steven Spielberg's hook, the movie with Robin Williams. Such a good movie. Yeah. yeah. So oh. it was written by which iconic horror actor? I only found this out yesterday. So. Written? Have you seen Hooks? Yeah, yeah with Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bangarang, Peter. You had a Romeo. Crush on who? Romeo, was that his name? Rufio. No, Rufio. Oh. Rufio. <laughs> the lost boy. Pan the man. Uh, what was the question? Uh, is it... <laughs> uh, who is it written? Oh, the writer. It's written by an uh, iconic horror actor. Iconic? Oh, I was going to say Corey Feldman. Robert England. See, no. that movie came out like 93-ish. I'm going to guess... Uh, I don't know. Um... I don't know. All right. You guys all give up? Sure. Yeah. yeah. It was Nick Castle. Really? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. oh. I had just thought that, but I was like, no, that's too... That's so bizarre. Yeah. He, he also wrote the two uh, Escape movies, Escape from New York and Escape from LA. I did not know that either. Wow. Yeah, me neither. I found out in like a random hook video I was watching yesterday. Wow. Shit. Random oh. hook video. 
Are we That's sure awesome. it's not just another Nick Castle? No, I, I double checked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. In Tourist Trap, what kind of inanimate objects seemingly come to life? The, uh, oh, wax, wax figures, wax dolls, mannequins type thing. All right, you got the mannequins, yeah. All right. Steve, did you whisper Tourist Trap, Steve? Yeah, I was trying to remember it. Oh, I thought, I'm like, I thought it was a ghost or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great movie. I had just watched that re- like this year for the first time. It's good, too. It's good. It's creepy. It is. You're up, Sam. Alrighty. How many alternate endings Shit. is included in the footage of Creep? It, like, is included meaning they're deleted scenes you can watch? No, like how, like out of all the footage that they've taken, how many alternate endings do they have? Oh, um, three. Six is my guess. Uh, two. Joe, fuck off. You're just guessing. <laughs> I did just guess. <laughs> yeah. What were the alternate endings? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never hmm. seen them. That's cool. Though. They shot like four different ones for Blair Witch, and they're all on YouTube. They're pretty, oh, that's it's pretty fun. cool. Mm-hmm. Huh. Do you see the witch in any of them? No, but in one of them, it's pretty cool. Like, you go down there, and um, Josh, I'm uh, not Josh, uh, Mike is uh, like in like, he's like entwined in like a big, uh, you know, the Blair Witch symbol, and he's got like branches Ooh. and trees like all over him and stuff. That cool. sounds spooky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other ones are more like, the same one he's like facing forward and yeah. but that's the most memorable one for sure out of all the other ones uh okay my turn uh okay the actual annabelle doll is what uh, raggedy ann. yeah damn it is what raggedy ann doll raggedy ann doll that makes no sense joe how you ask that what do you mean they know <laughs> Steve was just guessing. He Steve, was, Steve was quick draw on that one. Yeah, the good ghost ones, I'm good at. That's, a, that's my wheelhouse. All right. I think that's it. Are we good? No. Oh, we got like three more. <laughs> what? We got another round. You, you, you were the first one, uh, Joe. Oh, okay. As long as Joe went, that's all he cares about. <laughs> okay. My bad. Go ahead, Steve. All right. In Shaun of the Dead, what's the name of the store, Shaun? Foray Electronics. That's right. Yes. Electric, but good enough. <laughs> what was it, Steve? 4A electric, but good enough. Oh, okay. What'd you say, Sam? Talking shit? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I don't know why when you were saying that, I'm like, oh, I know he's going to ask this question. Okay. Uh, all right. In the original Evil Dead, Ash gives what to his girlfriend? His jacket. A necklace? Steve with a necklace answer, yep. Thanks, oh. Steve. Killing it. Didn't realize we were going to level up on trivia, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve came alive in the past couple months. He did. Really yeah. did. All right. Maybe I should just be the trivia host and then you guys answer. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, Still early. All right. How many days did it take for the script of The Cabin in the Woods to be written? Uh, you said days? Days. Uh, ten days. 
15 days. Did Steve say? He said 20. 23. Oh. Nope. Three. Wow. Three days. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's crazy. And then the movie went to, like, developmental hell and didn't get released for, like, Three years. That's a great movie, man. Yeah, mm. it is. I'm sure you'll be hearing more about it. Spoiler. Later. <laughs> all right, that wraps uh, it up. Yeah, all right, awesome. Well, that wraps up round one of the new trivia. Uh, currently in last place is Sam with the goose egg tonight, zero points. In, new year, say me. <laughs> in third place is Joe with two points. In second place, Steve with three points. And in first place, the reigning champion, Todd, with four points. That's a good start. That's a good start. <laughs> Sam, Sam, both Steve and I had Sam-related questions last week. They did, yeah. What do you mean Sam-related? Like I, trivia questions they were trying to help. Yeah. I had, who are the main characters I, in Supernatural? That was one of my... <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I had to Google it, but <laughs> so I'll have one next week. I'll, I'll bring it back. Yes, Sam and Dean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, J- take it away, Joe. All right. Well, folks, here we are. The best of the decade, 2010 through 2019. <laughs> Um, I think a pretty good decade in horror, but we shall see. Um, before we get into our lists, of course, um, we all have our individual lists, and then the ultimate, um, list where we received 24 ballots this time around, um, from fellow horror fans, podcasters, etc. So shout out to all of you that sent a ballot. Um, we really appreciate you guys helping out. And I think, uh, like I said, I think this um, ultimate ballot really um, is a good indication of the decade in horror. Um, so before we get into our individual lists, let's get into some honorable mentions. Um, do you guys have any honorable mentions you want to uh, talk about that just missed out on your best of the decade list? I do, and I, I feel it might be on all yours, top ten. Probably. Let's hear it. Train... But I'm not going to say if it is, Todd. Okay. Train to Passan. Uh, it was on my list, fluctuated three, four times, but ultimately I took it off because I think we're going to talk about this later, why we chose our list, but for this one, I didn't watch it as much as the other ones. Like, for example, I watched one, three, four, five times, and this one I only did once. So while it was amazing, it definitely, it didn't make it. And if I watch it again, would it probably sneak on? Probably. But currently not. Also, one more. My favorite film of last year, The Belko Experiment. I had it on the list multiple times. One time it was at the first rank, dropped down to fourth, and so on. But I took it off because I felt it was too borderline, not horror, more... Uh, I don't even know what genre you put it in action, uh, revenge, something like that. But since it was more borderline, I decided to take that off. So those were... Oh, and The Green Room, too, for the same reasons. Three yeah. amazing films, but just didn't cut it. I'm really shocked you didn't put... Belco on your list. Yeah, cause wasn't it? It was like your number one, I, wasn't it? It was, but like it was, I was just too borderline. Then, like when I was looking at my other nine, they were like strictly horror, you know, maybe a couple comedies in there. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like Steve said earlier, we can probably switch these lists out tomorrow. Well, that's why I didn't put it on mine because I was like, "Don't worry, Belco. Todd has you." But apparently, oh no, fuck. Uh, 
I think Belko did make a couple of lists, if I'm not mistaken. Damn it, can I turn it back on? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a few as well. Um, my first honorable mention is The Conjuring. Uh, I made a rule for my list that there would only be one per franchise, and I prefer The Conjuring 2. Had I not had that rule, both The Conjuring films would have made my top ten. But because I made that rule, The Conjuring is off, but I didn't want to give it a shout-out. Um, another one that I really like is Split. Uh, I wasn't like super sure on where it fits on the horror spectrum, but I really, really like the performance in that movie. And I loved that franchise up until that point. The uh, the ending really like made me super happy because I'm a huge Unbreakable fan. Fortunately, it didn't really do pan out well with Glass, but I did want to give an honorable mention. Another one is The Purge Anarchy. That's The Purge 2. I love that franchise, except for the last one. So, And that was my favorite one of the franchise, but not quite into my top ten. And finally, this is a completely kind of left field uh, pick, and that's why I didn't put it on. But I absolutely adore the animated film Paranorman. I yes. watch it every single Halloween. Um, so that's something that I at least wanted to give a shout out to because it's awesome. And I will keep watching it every Halloween, but not quite a horror film in my opinion. So didn't make my top ten. All right. All right, I'll go next. Um, my first honorable mention I wanted to do, this one just missed out on my top ten, is What We Do in the Shadows, uh, the movie, not the TV show. Um, this movie was just like a breath of fresh air. It was a great horror comedy, and I definitely recommend it to everyone. And the TV show is fantastic as well, and I'm really excited for season two. Um, next one I got is Bone Tomahawk. Uh, I think this one is one maybe a lot of people didn't see, but my god, if you haven't, definitely jump on it. Um, it's not horror. It is. I, I think it's horror. Yeah, I mean, it's it. Well, it starts as a straight like western, and then halfway through, it turns into like a horror movie when the cannibals come in, like the okay. tribe cannibals. Um, great movie, awesome cast. Kurt Russell. Um, I think Patrick Wilson in it too. It's been a while. Yep. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, awesome movie, and I definitely recommend it. Um, the next one I got is The Eyes of My Mother. Um, I just saw this one actually last year, and it, like, blew me away. Um, it's definitely more on the art house side. Um, this, it won't be for everyone, but if you're into, you know, art house style horror, I think um, this one is one not to be missed. Um, and then um, I also had... Super Idiots. disturbing, too, that one. Yeah, super disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also had Insidious, um, great movie, um, just, I, there were just some other ghost housey type movies, um, that I thought were better, that deserved more on the top ten, so just missed out on my personal list, and then finally for me is Creep, um, loved both Creep movies, cannot wait for the third one to come out, Mark Duplass just kills it as just, um, you know, a, a psycho, and I love both those movies so much, and, um, yeah, definitely recommend them. All right, well, let's get into this because honorable mentions, schmonorable oh, mentions. Nothing for you, huh? I mean, there's a few, but who let's wants hear to them. hear about that? No. Okay. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. All right, moving on. Well, let's go. Well, All right, well, do your, do your 10. 
Why don't you? We're gonna go um, round table like we did last week. So why don't you give us your number ten horror movie of the decade? Well, it was um, a trivia question, and that is number ten goes to the cabin in the woods. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk a little on it or? <sighs> So, I mean, it's just a really cool movie. I remember seeing it in the theater, and it was just one that I wanted to watch over and over. I like all of the characters. I like the scenarios that they end up in. It's kind of cool that the people working behind the scenes are kind of, like, just working their 9 to 5, but it's a really fucked up job. So, I love it. I'll talk about that one shortly. All righty. Totter, why don't you get, go, go for it. Number 10, The Conjuring, and I included all of them as one. That's kind of a cheat, but The Conjuring Universe, The Nun's terrible, but Conjuring 1 or 2 are excellent, and I couldn't decide on one or the other because they both have their pluses and minuses, um, but overall, both of them are very scary, and it's not just a jump scare scary, it's like a terror scary, and um, I love the uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera, I forget her last name, but their characters is a... Uh, Oh, damn it, I forgot their la- uh, the characters' names. What are they called? The Watsons? Ed and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. The Warrens. There Warrens, there you go. Yeah. Uh, just really cool characters, and I really like how they go about like the investigation and the haunts and how the scares play out. So, The Conjuring, one and two. Nice. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, my number ten is Sinister. Uh, I just really got into this film it was violent it was spooky and uh i don't know what else to, what to say about it. i just really really love the vibe of this film it's exactly the type of film that i like to see and there were some very memorable kills in this movie so uh yeah definitely need to make my top 10 sweet all right my number 10 is the invitation from 2015 um, I just love cult movies, and just this one just really stuck with me uh, over the decade. Um, just really awesomely done, well acted, and uh, yeah, it just it was badass. So yeah, The Invitation, number ten. Um. Okay, so my next one actually, I forgot. I made a note towards towards as we recorded this podcast. Um. But I guess I'll stick with it. I guess my number nine is Silent House. It was really going to be ten, and then Cabin in the Woods is going to be nine. <laughs> That's but okay. it's fine. Um, do you guys remember Silent House? I, I don't, actually. I think it's the, is it the one where she's dead or something like that. No, it's, um, shit. I, oh, it has Elizabeth Olsen in it, and it's where she's in that house, and she ends up, she thinks that, like, her neighbor is trying to kill her or attack her, I guess, but she... Uh, she kind of was traumatized when she was a little girl. You find out that her uncle actually, um, like, molested her. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up killing him, if I remember that right. But it's really good. Like, it, you think it's going to be something, but then it turns out to be something completely different. So I really liked that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen it, honestly. That sounds yeah. interesting, though. Never even heard of it. Really? It was a yeah. theater. Yeah, me either. Really? Elizabeth Olsen's hot, though. Mm-hmm. I will say you're the only one to put that on the bell. There was a lot of weird... There was 81 different movies Ooh, that, received, that received at least one vote wow. of, of the 24 ballots. So. Okay. 
Number nine, which would have been the same as Sam's if she kept her thing. I knew it, Todd. Cabin in the woods, baby. <laughs> um, just to expand on Sam, so basically horror movies are real because this uh, company, I guess, has to appease like the what do they call the old ones or ancient ones, some shit like that. These ancient deity type things where you know you do a blood sacrifice and they won't destroy the world. So these guys turned into like Sam's had a nine to five job where they take bets on who's gonna be picked, um, who's gonna die first, like shit like that. Um, really fun, really. I, I just like how nonchalant they are about everything. Um, it's got a young Thor in it, and he dies. Which spoiler alert. Um, but ultra bloody. Plus, it's like a, a movie for fans, in my opinion, because you see all these cool things. Like you wish you had like a spinoff or more to see, like giant snakes, bats, race. Uh, fucking unicorn the killer clown was awesome um the merman just everything about it good movie mm-hmm. okay yeah this is a great movie and i will be talking about it at some point in this list but not over here number nine for me is a movie i didn't even like the first time i watched what? and it's not until i saw the um the house at halloween horror nights that i started kind of wanting to get more into it and now i watch it every single year and i love it and that's Krampus. Um, yeah, I don't know. The first time, I just wasn't feeling it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was my mood at the time. I'm not sure. Or my expectation. Then, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, then I went to the house at Halloween Horror Nights. And I'm like, man, this place, this is really cool. What the hell was I missing? So I watched it when I got home. And I liked it. And now I'm at the point where I have a kind of life-size Krampus in my basement. My tree topper on my Christmas trees, a Krampus face. And... I got ornaments, and I just watch it every single Christmas. So but I think, yeah, I voted it as my favorite Christmas film during our Christmas episode. So Krampus at number nine. Awesome. Yeah, I actually, Krampus I actually had in my top 20. Um, so, yeah, definitely a great one. Um, <laughs> Sam rolling her eyes over here. <laughs> uh, all right, coming in at number nine for me is, for, is from 2017, and that is It. Chapter one, um, just uh, I mean, a great solid movie all around. I mean, I loved the original It miniseries from the '90s, and I was hesitant. You know, I was like, well, I mean, how the hell are they going to be able to? I mean, gr- granted, it wasn't perfect, but just Tim Curry's performance and everything. But man, like, they really knocked it out of the park. And obviously, just a really important horror movie of the entire decade. You know, the highest grossing horror movie ever the highest grossing you know rated r movie ever um was just a powerhouse and kind of brought back the resurgence of stephen king movies now as we are now seeing so uh, i think a really important movie of the decade nice very good you know what that show looks really good that they're coming out with too from one of his books on uh, hbo yeah it what does it looks, i forget what it's called but it looks awesome yeah i forget what it's called too but it has um that one guy in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that everyone likes. Yeah, it'll come yeah. to your brain. The guy with yeah. the face. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, the funny guy. <laughs> Alrighty. Um. So my number eight is Unsane. I don't really have too much to say about it except for it's pretty cool. It was shot on a freaking iPhone. It's kind of terrifying that you're like, let me go get some help with my mental state of mind, and then you end up checking yourself in a fucking psych ward. It's just, I liked it it's a great lot. great movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. Awesome. It, yeah, that was one of my, would have been an honorable mention, too, for me. Yeah, I really liked it. 
And the show's called The Outsider with Jason Derulo. Bateman. Ooh. So it looks good. It looks good. Uh, number eight, right? Yep. Insidious one, two, and three combo. Because uh, they're all tied together. Uh, well, at least one and two are really tied together. And I liked all three of them. Uh, one has some questionable CGI, but overall it's it's just like got some really scary stuff that isn't necessarily scary on paper. For example, uh, when the girl, the lead character, looks inside and sees a little boy dancing, it's fucking, it freaks me out, man. Me too. Yeah, it's just like so unnerving. And then when um, Lynn Shea's looking at the, the ceiling describing to specs what she sees, that's just like, it's so effective. And plus, it's really clever too, because in horror movies, like, Okay, they're in the haunted house and they always stay there. They these people moved, like made a good decision, and they were still fucked. So, Insidious one, two, three, really good. Four's eight, but one, two, and three overall are awesome. Todd, for the longest time, I couldn't listen to that song in the window because that guy's fucking scary, dude. Well, and two, um, I remember like when uh, I forget who's talking to him, but Patrick Wilson's character when. He's sitting, they're sitting oh, like in the dining yeah. room and then red faces right behind him. So like, effective. I had a friend that I worked with. She would always change my screensaver on my computer at work to that. And it scared the shit out of me. And I started doing it to other people and I thought it was the like most hilarious thing. But it was pretty frightening. <laughs> it is scary. No! no! Like I still can't. I, try, I have to like really talk to myself. About life when I hear that song. <laughs> you should uh, you should play the Tiny Tim, like the YouTube video for her tonight. Don't you dare! I will. Creepy dude. Creepy. His interview with Howard Stern's actually really good. It's from like the nineties, but yeah, I've seen a few clips. Guy, yeah. All right. Um, my number eight is a movie that was like fluctuating and was higher, a lot higher at some point. But what it came down to is that I felt that I. It's not a movie I can watch a lot for the reasons Todd explained before, where it's a little too like serious, and that's uh, Get Out. Uh, it has some of the best performances in the decade, in my opinion. It's a very important movie. Jordan Peele, like, I'm going to watch everything this guy does going forward uh, because of this movie and us, of course. Uh, this is just a really good film, but it's not something I could see myself watching over and over again. So that's why it's a little bit lower on my list, but definitely was an easy pick to put on my top ten. It's a great film. Joe. Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, my number eight movie of the year is from 2010, I Saw the Devil. Uh, I saw the demo. Might be one a lot of people maybe haven't seen. Um, it is a Korean movie. Um, that's really fucking amazing. Um, you know, I think the best way to describe it um, is kind of like if Hannibal Lecter like kidnapped James Bond's wife type thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's just insane. Like this dude. Uh, it's super disturbing. Um, super gory and really well acted and just like an awesome story and when i saw it it blew me away and uh yeah i I fucking loved it so i saw the devil number eight that's a good one it's heavy though it is heavy it is i mean it's disturbing but uh, will it make me want to throw up 
Nah. You've seen, like, Martyrs and, like, a Serbian film and shit like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, it's just disturbing for, like, the no sense of, like, you know, he doesn't care about life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like the House of Jack built, kind of like that mentality. Okay. Well, it's a revenge tale. Yeah. So. Maybe I'll watch it. It's good. It's really good. Okay. Is it my turn? I'm yeah, saying. number seven. Anyone want to guess? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number seven, I picked The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Good one. So good. Mm-hmm. It's like a father and son coroner where they get haunted by supernatural spirits. It's just really good. I love Emil Hirsch. He's my man. He's such a great actor, and I just really liked it. It actually made five ballots. Really? So, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. So you weren't alone. <laughs> Great movie. Number seven for me. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Todd, you better stop playing with my heart, boy. <laughs> 2014. I love it. I love it. What? Um, original is okay. I mean, yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'll be honest. But this one blows it out of the water. It's kind of a remake slash sequel, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, it, you know, there's a phantom going around Texarkana, and he's hunting people. And there's a survivor, and they don't believe her, and they're mean to her. And overall, it's just a great movie. I do have a problem with uh, one of the killer's motives. It's pretty weak. But other than that, I, I just fucking love it. And fun fact, I went to Texarkana a couple months ago, and it's really cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, All right. My number seven is Hereditary. Uh... It's a little bit lower on the list for the same reason as Get Out. It's a very heavy film. It's not an easy one to watch. But this movie uh, just stuck with me for so long. Uh, visually, the tonally, there's just a lot about this film that just really affected me in a way that horror films don't usually affect me. And I, like, I'll never forget the experience of watching this movie. So for that reason, almost alone, uh, Hereditary is on my top ten. Yeah, that's definitely when that did not make my list, but it's definitely an honorable mention. I will admit, Same. I will admit the first time I watched Hereditary, um, I like, I liked it, but I didn't love it. But then, like, I watched it again, and I respected it like way more. I think I just went in with my expectations so high on that first watch that I just left a little disappointed. But um, it's honestly probably the only movie of this decade that audibly made me drop my jaw um, on that one scene, you know, mm-hmm. where her head gets fucking ripped off there on the telephone pole. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's, like, the only movie to do that to me this decade. So it was definitely one that's memorable. Yeah, I would agree. I didn't yeah. put it on my list because I feel like it's heavy to watch, but it's really good. All right, my number seven is from uh 2012 and that is the cabin in the woods um just a blast of a movie uh you know sam and todd kind of already talked on it so what more is there really to say but uh yeah i mean it's a blast and just that that one scene where just all the monsters come out is just amazing and just completely unforgettable and uh that's why it makes my list at number seven Oh, my turn already? Yep. 
All right. Um, so number six, I'm going with Creep. Awesome. I was, like, obsessed when I saw this movie. I watched it a few times over and over. I really like Mark Duplass. The scene of where he ends up killing the guy, like, in the very end, like, that just kind of made my stomach drop, and it's just very creepy, and it's kind of funny, too. Um, so I really enjoyed it. What would you think about number two? Uh, I really like number two, but I was like, well, I'll pick the first one, because that's, like, the, mm-hmm. the first one, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number six, the greasy strangler. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knew I could leave some of these off because I was like, Todd, I got him. Films. I got him. I got him. Greasy strangler is amazing. Um, any any people I can show this to within reason, I show it to. Yeah. Um, hilarious, actually decent horror, uh, but just hilarious comedy and just so so gross, so over the top, and mm-hmm. the the director. Let me see if I can get his name real quick. Uh, Jim Hosking, that, that is. He did, He just like has this quirky side to him that I just I love. And Chris Stringler is awesome. Yeah, it is. I'm really mad at myself that I didn't put that on my list because I remember being obsessed with it. And Joe told me he hadn't seen it. I'm like, what? I'm like, you gotta so watch good. it. And I so loved, good. Yeah, and I loved it. So fun. Did you forget about it all the way, Sam? Or you just left it off? I did. I forgot about it all the... I, when we started talking about doing these lists, I was like, oh, I for sure got to put that on there. But I kind of waited last minute, and I just forgot about it. So, Do you like oily grapefruit? It's <laughs> a good one. Porto? Bullshit artist. Porto? Bullshit artist. <laughs> I don't know. Has Steve seen that one? I haven't. Still. Please, please oh, watch oh, it tomorrow. Yeah, you got to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime for all you people out there. All right. I will. Uh, actually... Just while we were talking about Creep, I hadn't seen either movie either until this past weekend. Uh, it's one oh, wow. of the, like, I tried to watch some films before we made this list, and I watched both kind of back-to-back. So. Did Very you cool. enjoy them? Yeah, I did love them. Uh, I actually preferred the second one over the first one, though. Okay. Uh, I don't know how you guys felt about it. I know you guys review on the pod, but the episode disappeared, so I... I that episode those. is actually on my YouTube channel. It was one of our live episodes. Oh, that's one. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, I, I did really like it. it. It was unexpected. I'll put it that way. Um, but not a top ten film for me. Uh, number six, it is A Quiet Place. Uh, this was the, a very rare, perfect theater experience where the room was full, but everybody shut the fuck up, which is super rare in horror films because there's usually always a group of teenagers ruining it. Uh, it's just, I really, like... I barely took a breath to, during this whole film. Uh, Emily Blunt was fantastic, like really conveyed her pain while she was pregnant. And John Krasinski, man, like uh, as a first time director, it was just amazing. And I just really, really dug this film. Now, again, it's a little heavy, so it's a little bit lower on the list, but I adore this film. And I, I'm actually really excited to see what they do with the number two. So quiet place at number six. Yeah, that's one that was also in my top 20, just missed out on making my top 10. But uh, yeah, fantastic movie. And I think it was actually my number one from last year, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, fantastic movie. Uh, Number six for me is from 2019, and it is Midsommar, or Midsummer, however you want to pronounce it. Um, Just, I fucking loved that movie. Um, I prefer it over Hereditary. I mean, I think they're both great movies from Ari Aster. Um, 
I'm really excited to see what he does next. I mean, I talked about it a lot on the last episode, so I really don't have much else to say, except I I think it's like one of the best cult movies ever made, and uh, it, it just blew me away. Number five, Sam. Number five. Anyone want to get? No, I'm just playing. Um, number five. Uh, I feel like this should be higher on my, or I guess higher, lower, closer to number one. Um, and that's us. I fucking love this film. Um, I'm not, I just, I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Jordan Peele even before he, like, directed Get Out and all of that stuff. So it was, it's really cool to kind of see where he's taking his career. Um, I just really love it. I never get bored every time I watch it. The acting's really good. I really like the characters. I like the story about it. I love the music. I just really, I love it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Number five. The Final Girls. Yes, Todd! Yep, yep. The Final Girls, 2015, uh, basically. Uh, this girl, mother, they're really close. The mother's a struggling actress. They get a car accident. The mother dies. Uh, flash forward a couple years or something later. I don't, not, don't remember. They're in a movie theater watching one of her mother's slasher films. An accident happens and they get sucked into the film and have to figure out how to get out. It's got a lot of heart. Um, it's got some uh, just some great set pieces, hilarious writing, and I wish they made a sequel. They had to set up right there, but for whatever reason, didn't happen. So the final girls. All right, my number five. Uh, I won't talk too much about it because uh, it was my number one film last week, and that's Doctor Sleep. Uh, I'm still in shock that A Shining, which is one of my favorite horror films of all time, got a proper sequel. I never thought I would see it happen, and I'm glad I did. It was a lot of fun to watch, and they did a great job with it, and it was my number one film in 2019, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it again when it comes out on Blu-ray. Definitely. Fantastic movie. That's another one, definitely. That would be an honorable mention for me. Uh, Coming in at number five for me from 2016 is Train to Busan. Uh... This movie, I blew me away. Uh, you know, I felt like the zombie genre was getting pretty stale, and I was just completely over kind of zombie movies for a little while. But I kept hearing so much buzz about Train to Busan that I pumped, you know, I decided to put it in, and I fucking loved it. Um, there's just so, it's just such a good story, um, and it's just like action packed. Like, this movie just like never lets up, it's like constantly going. Um, forward and just never stalls and you're always on the edge of your seat plus the movie has just like so much heart too especially like at the ending and stuff like that that like you know you almost like shed a tear and I'm sure a lot of people did um and yeah I, I just yeah I mean I fucking love this movie it's one of the best zombie movies probably the best zombie movie of the decade um and one of the best zombie movies ever made in my opinion so yeah um, obviously, you haven't seen The Dead Don't Die, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Our worst horror movie of the year. That's what was, That made the ultimate I list. I agree. <laughs> okay, um, number four, I think Joe mentioned this earlier, is The Invitation. I really love that movie. Um, I remember the year that it came out, everyone, like, in every group was always asking, like, hey, give me a recommendation, and that was one I would always suggest, and 
everyone was always happy watching it and it was just a it's a good one so if you haven't seen it you should watch it definitely a good one yeah all right number four the ritual a netflix original 2017 uh, this one has a couple English or a bunch of English guys go out to some forest and they get lost. They come across like this weird cult that worships some weird beast, and that's it. I like it a lot. I love the acting. I love the dynamic between the the friends. Uh, very effective ending, especially when he's going around the house. I love that part. And uh, yeah, ritual. I'm surprised right. that my number. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely an honorable mention, but just didn't make my list. But I, I fucking love that movie. It's great. Yeah. Right, my number four, uh, and this, to my knowledge, might be the well, so far anyway, might be the only one that's on all of our lists, and that's Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Um, I uh, I didn't know anything about it when I saw it. Uh, some, just one of my friends told me to watch it, and I'll understand why when I see it. You know, that's what he told me. And I'm st- it's mo- it's going, and I'm like, oh, it's basically just a stupid uh, Evil Dead ripoff. And holy shit, does it take a completely different turn? And I adore it. There's a type of movie that you want to pause and just like look over the details, and it's just such an amazing film. It blew me away. I watch it every once in a while, and uh, yeah, absolutely adore this film. And also, it was a great house at Halloween Horror Night. I gotta put that out there. It's a really cool uh, display for that. So that's my number four. What year was that, Steve? That wasn't this past year, was it? No, it was like like 2014 or 15. Oh, that's awesome. That was great. Sweet. Um, all right, my number four uh, is from 2016, and it's probably the one that's more the most borderline, I guess, horror, but I, I, I consider it horror, and that is Green Room. Um, oh, man. I mean, this movie was just like, just so much tension in this movie. Uh, just so good. I mean, you got fucking Jean-Luc Picard in there, too, who just playing a Nazi. I mean, how can you go wrong? Um, Anton Yelchin is in it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I loved this movie. And, um, yeah, definitely one of my favorites. Thanks. Um, so let's see, number three. I think Todd and Steve had mentioned it, but I chose The Conjuring. Um, Obviously, it's a great story. I love Patrick Wilson. I'm sure you guys already know that. Um, And I just thought it was shot beautifully, and I really liked it, and I can watch this over and over without getting tired of it. Uh, What about two, or do you rate that one? Um... I mean, I, I do like it, but I like the first one better. Okay. Number three. I have a feeling this could be on some other number threes, maybe. Evil Dead. No way? Nobody? Okay. Evil Dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted it to it actually, it actually did make my list. Didn't it? No. Oh, wow. All right. Evil Dead. Uh, remake to Evil Dead, obviously. Um, saw it in the theater. Didn't like it. Let it grow on me for a while. Watched it again a couple days ago, and I was like, man, this is a good movie. Uh, you know, balls to the wall, uh, very bloody, well acted, and a good, solid remake. Yeah, it's a great film. It's definitely, it was in my top 20, just definitely an honorable mention. Um, I don't know, I just felt the 10 I had on there, like I said, I mean, I could have 
changed it up all the time. So, I mean, there's no, none of these are wrong. <laughs> that one actually gave me the heebie-jeebies when I watched it in the theater. Todd, why do you think you didn't like it when you watched it at first? I was I was probably blinded by the original. Yeah. I think I, think I saw that with Mondo, actually, in the theater. Oh, nice. I think so. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw uh, 47 meters down with him in the theater and we we're like what the fuck do we do <laughs> you know what what uh, it's your number one so don't lie to me well don't spoil it <laughs> alright uh, my number three uh, has been talked about already by a few people and that's Train to Busan uh, the zombie genre is my second favorite horror genre uh, my, my favorite film of all time is Dawn of the Dead. My, the movie that got me into horrors is the remake of Night of the Living Dead. And like Joe, I felt that the zombie genre is kind of like dying down a little bit. Uh, we just see it so much, and there's nothing really exciting to me in this decade. But then this movie comes out, and holy shit, it's just like a adrenaline-packed, nonstop, crazy action film with, like you said, a lot of heart and great characters. And holy shit, this movie just blew me away. And I actually watched it again today, uh, right before we recorded. And it holds up beautifully. I just absolutely adore this film. And I implore everyone to check it out if you haven't. So Train to Busan at number three. Would you put Walking Dead in the top ten? As a series, mm-hmm. it's it's tough. Like, I really love that series. But there's been some, like, bad seasons. So, No. But I, I love that series. All right. My number three is, um, I think, what Sam just had for her number three, and that is The Conjuring. Correct? Okay, yeah. Um, I Yeah, I mean, this movie was just great. Um, you know, I felt like there hadn't been, like, a good ghost possession movie in a while. Yeah. And, um, I mean, this movie just kind of came out of nowhere like i you know I, I there wasn't like a lot of people like you know freaking out about it and then when it came out it fucking just blew up and also i put this movie at number three because it was it's probably the most one of the most important movies of the entire decade because it almost defined the decade um obviously with all the spin-offs we ended up getting you know with the whole conjuring universe now where we have you know the nun and annabelle and uh, you know, La Llorona, or, you know, it spawned just an entire franchise. Um, and, I mean, you know, love it or hate it, it is definitely one of the most important horror movies of the decade. I agree. Um, I'll keep this short. So number two, because everyone else has already mentioned it, is Train to Busan. Um, I, just like everyone else, I was kind of getting uh, tired of the zombie genre um, but this one, it's just really exciting to watch. There's a lot going on. You get really attached to the characters. You're hanging, you're like hanging on a thread watching this whole film, and it's just an amazing film. And like Steve said, if you have not watched it, like you need to fucking watch it because it's amazing. Great movie. I'm the odd man out, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but fantastic. I just need to watch it again. Number two, what we do in the shadows. Uh, for all the reasons Joe mentioned, uh, this is probably my favorite horror comedy. We're close to it. Just hilarious. So so clever and well acted. And also some good horror stuff thrown in there too. Like they're slitting people's throats and blood just squirting across the thing. It's 
It's done very uh, comedically. Um, they got bat fights. It's just it's just so good, and the show's pretty good too. Definitely, I'm excited. They just finished rap. They just filmed that rap season two. So nice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my number two. So I said zombies was my second favorite uh, horror genre. My favorite's actually ghosts because I've been afraid of ghosts since I was a kid, and I have a lot of ghost history in my family and stuff. But the problem with the ghost genre is that there aren't a lot of good ghost films. Uh, and for a long time, there was absolutely nothing. And in comes my number two, Insidious. I just really like grabbed onto this film. There's so many scenes in it that are extremely memorable to me, from the ghost in the red room, like behind the crib, uh, the ghost that's pacing back and forth on the uh, kind of outside on the hallway, and then is like appears in the room. There's just a lot that's creepy about it, and even the little subtle things. Like, that little guy that's just standing there, like, staring at the corner in a scene, and the girl's doing laundry, and she passes by him. He doesn't jump scare. He doesn't yeah, do anything. He's good. just there. And if you catch it, it's amazing. And if you don't, well, the next time you'll see it. It's just, there's a lot of little moments in that movie, and it's just so great. I just absolutely adore it, and that's why I put up number two. All right. My, my, my number two... Uh, movie uh, is from 2017, and that is Get Out. Um, you know, just definitely one of the best movies of the decade for me. Uh, I loved it. Uh, you know, Jordan Peele just came out of nowhere, decided to direct a horror movie, and just knocked it out of the park. Um, you know, just amazingly acted by everybody, and just a really fun story. Um, and yeah, I mean, what else can you say about it? You didn't even like it the first time you saw it, Joe. I liked it, but it, like, I just, it threw me off a little bit, and then it took me some time to warm up to it, but same with, like, Hereditary, but man, yeah, Get Out, I've seen, like, a dozen times now. And no, you haven't, don't lie. I probably have, I mean, how many times have we watched it? I've watched it a lot. A lot, yeah, and it's fucking great, so. Mm-hmm. Number one. Well, since Joe blabbed about my fucking number one movie, so now no one wants to hear my thoughts, it's Get Out. <laughs> I love this movie more than Joe does. You've seen I've it 13 seen it, times. I've seen it more than Joe. <laughs> I'm more dedicated more than Joe to well, Get Out. Well, it's your number out. one movie, so not my number one. So. I, the first time I saw this movie, it was just... I don't know, I was completely thrown into this universe, like the story with Chris and then Rose's parents, like it's just something I had never seen before. Obviously it relates to like stuff that goes on in our lives and other people's lives and such. Um, I fucking love the soundtrack. I just love everything about this movie. And whenever I meet a stranger and they know that I'm into horror, they're like, what movie should I watch? I always say get out, and I'm like, after you watch it once, watch it, like, for a second time, a third time, because literally it's, you pick up certain things and different things each time you watch it, and it's like watching a completely different movie to me, so I always, like, push it really heavy for people to watch it. I just love it so much, and I, it's, I just love it, okay? Okay. I love it more than Joe. (gasps) Oh, more than him as a person or more than 
Like no, more more than Joe loves Get Out. I love it more. Joe's just saying that because he wants to score brownie points with you. <laughs> he told he told me in the chat. <laughs> All right, number one. Are you ready? I'm scared, Todd. What do you think it's gonna be, Sam? I'm trying to think. Um, I honestly couldn't guess. The witch. Oh, Totter, come on. <laughs> Toy, what? Huh? Come on. The, uh, the movie's amazing. It is. Is it, is it slow? Absolutely. But is it riveting and uh, full attention and great setting, cool yeah. backdrop, all that shit? Absolutely. Um, I Yeah, The Witch. I'm, sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to be number one if I have to guess. But uh, I just love it. Everything about it. Well acted, everything. All right. Uh, Which not my number one, but def- definitely a, it's a good movie. Get I'm out! Not a top, not a top ten to me. <laughs> uh, my number one is a movie that I consider as close to perfect for a ghost film. Anything could be, with one glaring exception, and that's uh, The Conjuring Two. Uh, yeah. I do, like I said before, The Conjuring probably would have been my number three if I had put both Conjuring films. So it would have been Conjuring, Insidious Conjuring. But uh, because I only included once, it's over here. Number one, I just like really love this film. The nun is creepy. The old man, uh, Bill, creepy. I love that. You know, it just felt like a really good ghost film. My only issue with it is a crooked man. I think it's ridiculous. But if I can erase that from my mind, I just adore this film. It's a ghost film I've been waiting for my whole life, and I'm like obsessed with the nun, which sucks because her movie sucked, but. Uh, in this film, she's great. She's just like there enough to be interesting, but not too much where we get bored of her. Great film, very, like Joe said, very important to the horror genre, uh, and yeah, I adore it. So that's why it's kind of one. That first scene with the nun is probably one of the scariest things I've ever seen. It's the, when she, so good, like when she's following her through the house and goes in the office and all that. Oh well, yeah, okay, yeah. Because you know yeah. she, she sees her at the beginning with uh, she's looking in a mirror and the nun's behind her. That's the first first scene of the movie, but. Oh. Yeah, that that other yeah. I'm gonna, I'm actually going to talk about it if we get to our questions later. Uh, yeah, I love that scene. All right. Well, my number one horror movie of the decade is The Witch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I think everyone that kind of knew that. I mean, I've gushed over this movie on the podcast a million times before. I have the damn thing tattooed. I know. On I was like, I hope it'd be your number one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, when I saw this movie, it just blew me away. Uh, you know, I really love just, like, witch movies in general. I think that's probably my favorite, like, subgenre of horror is, like, anything to do with witches. Um, hence, Pagazusa being in my top ten, uh, this year as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, The Witch, I think, is a a damn near perfect movie. Um, sure, it's slow, but... The movie just builds tension the entire time, has disturbing imagery, and is shot beautifully and acted, you know, amazingly. And, I I mean, it's, you know, I don't really have too much, like, negatives about it at all. Like, it's pretty pretty close to being a 10 out of 10 movie um, for me. So, yeah, I mean, that is, without a doubt, you know, my favorite horror movie of the decade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we get into the ultimate top ten list? Let's do it. Hell yeah. 
All right, folks, let's do it. Um, fun fact as well, Sam wanted to keep her um, top ten list secret from me, so I was so the list actually changed um, based on her poll thing alone. That's how tight um, this list was. You um, said you wanted to be surprised as well. I did, <laughs> um, but it was a very tight list. But I will say the top three movies were without a doubt um, Runaways. Um, you know, not out of those three. Nothing really came close. I will say one and two, only six points separated those two movies. It was an absolute barn burner of a race between those top two movies. Um, I kept flipping. It kept flipping between one and two with each list I did. So, um, but yeah. um, All right. So 24 ballots were cast. So thank you so much to everybody that cast a ballot, the four of us included. So 20 other fellow horror podcasters and fans helped us out. So thank you so much to all of them. Uh, Like I said, 81 different movies received at least one vote. 13 different movies received a first place vote. So, you know, out of the 24 ballots, 13 different movies got a first place vote. Um, I will say, Todd, your highest movie, your number two movie, What We Do in the Shadows, did not make the list. Bastards. Um, out of Steve, your number one movie, The Conjuring 2, did not make the list. And Horrible. Sam, your number four movie, The Invitation, also did not make the list. <laughs> um, but, uh, what about yours? What highest movies from yours? Um, for mine, also The Invitation ah, okay. did not make the list. Um, all right, so without further ado, let's get into the honorable mentions. These ones um, just missed out on making the top ten, um, a couple just by a matter of a couple of points. And uh, how I score this is a tenth place, a movie that plays tenth gets two points, and a movie that plays first gets 20, and so on and so forth. Go down the line, 20, 18, 16, 14, 12, 10. So on and so forth. Got that's you know how it was determined. So the honorable mentions, uh, just missing out on the list by the skin of its teeth was Green Room. Uh, Green Room um, received sixty-six points. Um, was on eight ballots and uh, peaked with um, three fourth place votes. Mm. So. Good job, Green Room. Yeah. Also, just missing out on the list was, I don't think actually this made any of our lists, um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's a fun one. Not yeah, a fan, Tuck- not a fan. All right, Tucker and Dale versus Whatever. Evil um, received um, 58 points, including one first place vote. If, and it and if, was if, on um, what did? Uh, Tucker and Dale oh, okay. received a first place vote. Yep. If it follows us on this list, I'm going to be super pissed. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The next honorable mention is What We Do in the Shadows. Um, What We Do in the Shadows received 56 points, was on five ballots, and peaked with one second place vote. Uh, The next is Dr. Sleep. Uh, Dr. Sleep received 54 points, was on four ballots, and peaked with two third-place votes. And uh, finally, the last honorable mention is your next. 
Your next received 54 points was on four of the ballots and peaked with two second place votes. All right, so let's get into it, folks. The ultimate top 10 of the decade um, based on the 24 ballots that were cast. Coming in at number 10 with 70 points was It Follows. (laughs) Uh, No. I agree, Todd. I was not a fan of this one either, but... I liked it. It Follows received... um, was on six ballots and peaked with one second-place vote. So, hey, I mean, people liked it, obviously. Um, I feel like it was a pretty polarizing movie. It was either a love-it-or-hate-it type movie. Um, but, yeah. All right, coming in uh, Hold on, number- Steve, what do you think of it, it follows? Did not like it, and I'm pretty sure it's my cousin that put it number one, so damn you. Damn it, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, no number one votes. It received a second-place vote, so maybe oh. that was him. Probably. Uh, Okay, so coming in, but it made six ballots, so that's pretty good, Uh, 24. Uh, Coming in at number nine from 2019, Midsummer. Midsummer uh, received, uh, was on six ballots and peaked with two second-place votes. Coming in at number eight with 90 points from 2017, it chapter one. It Chapter 1 was on seven ballots and peaked with one first-place vote. Coming in at number 7 from 2018, Hereditary. Hereditary uh, received 92 points, was on eight ballots, and peaked with three first-place votes. So, good job, Hereditary. All right, coming in at number 6. From 2013, The Conjuring. The Conjuring um, received 100 points, was on seven ballots, and peaked with a first place vote. Coming in at number five from 2012, The Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Cabin in the Woods received 108 points, was on 12 ballots. And uh, peaked with one second place vote. Coming in at number four from 2016, Train to Busan. Train to Busan received um, 115 points, was on 10 ballots, and peaked with one first place vote. All right, you guys ready for the top three? Ready. All right, I will say the top three. The top three um, definitely were the runaways of uh, this list. Uh, All right, so at number three, from 2010, Insidious. Insidious received 136 points, was on 11 of the 24 ballots, and received and peaked with two first-place votes. All right, so this leaves us with our top two films. What do we think it's going to be? Would the, you like to guess? Yeah. All right, the, witch. <laughs> the witch. I don't know what I'll there. guess, but I didn't know if Todd or Steve wanted to guess. <laughs> <laughs> the, the witch and get out, probably. Probably, yeah. All right, so coming in at number two from 2015, The Witch. The Witch was on 13 of 24 ballots 
received 176 points and peaked with four first place votes. Which means, at number one, from 2017, Get Out. Get Out was on 15 of the 24 ballots. Um, 182 points and peaked with three first place votes. Three, that's it. That's it. So The Witch actually received more first place votes, but Get Out was on two more ballots and received more points that way. Like I said, it was just a matter, a difference of six points. Um, It was a back and forth battle between the two. Um, And yeah, so I mean, I think it's a good list. A great, uh, you know, definitive list of the decade. Um, I really don't argue with any of them on there besides maybe It Follows, but I could totally understand why It Follows is on there. Um, So, yeah, that is it. That is your definitive list of the decade right there. Nice. I don't like it. (laughs) What don't you like? Snow Ritual, Finding Girls, Grease Strangler. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So just it's not Shadows. No, Oh yeah, I was oh yeah, that was another one, Todd. So six of your ten movies did not make the list. You were the highest. Fuck you guys, man. In that order. Oh yeah. Steve, uh, with five of the ten that did not make it, um, and I had three of the ten that did not make it. And Sam, I wasn't triggered. Mainstream bitch. Well, you were last minute, so I wasn't. I didn't factor yours in yet. No, you were last minute. <laughs> um. So let's <laughs> see here. I don't have to do it. No, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of yours as well did not make the top ten. Well, then. Twinsies. You and Todd. Todd. But since Get Out was my number one, Get Out was everyone else's number one, I think I've earned (laughs) 20 trivia points. Oh. Just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Whose list did we like? Like, I liked Todd's list because he had all the ones I really wanted to put on my list. Okay. <laughs> Makes me feel I, mean, I think everyone's list, everyone's list was solid. I, I don't disagree with anyone's list. I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I agree with everyone, too. They're so interchangeable. Like, I can yeah. I swap five of these out easily right now, you know? Mm-hmm. What movie off of your list are you going to be watching first? Oh. Ooh. I would probably, if, like, what, if I just wanted something on right now? Yeah, I would do The Conjuring or Get Out. I'd do Get Out because it didn't make my list, but I like it, so I want to watch it again. Right. I'd probably... I'd do Doctor... I'd throw on The Conjuring. I'd do Doctor Sleeps because I've only seen it once, and I want to rewatch it. Yeah. I I want to rewatch it, too. too. Yeah, for sure. I really loved that movie, and I... Um, like, I didn't see The Shining until later on, like, as I was older. I mean, probably, like, in my uh, early teens, but I wasn't ever attached to it. Like, I know that's one of Joe's favorite movies, and then I think one of either Steve or Todd's favorite movie. I can't remember. Um, but now when I watch The Shining, like, it really kind of connects for me, and I feel more attached to The Shining because of Dr. Sleep. So, yeah, I want to watch it again. All right, should we get into the questions? I know Steve said I think we had some uh, questions. Yeah, we, we, got, we actually got quite a few. Look at the questions. That's okay. Okay, well, I'm not going to answer because I'm not going to have time to think. <laughs> All right. Um, 
So you can ask us those questions uh, on social media at Horror Squad Pod or send us an email to HorrorSquadPodcast at gmail.com. So we got quite a few questions this week. Most of them decade-related, not all of them. So I will start going through them. Uh, so the first one comes from Mandy. And she's got a few questions. She says, hey, squad, in honor of the Golden Globes and your decade list, who would win the awards in the following categories? The first one is, what was your biggest surprise and disappointment film of the decade? Oh, man. That's hard. Decade? Surprise and disappointment? Oof. I'll go first since I, yeah, I, I, I had time to think about it. <laughs> uh, so my biggest surprise was probably Train to Busan. Um, uh, with maybe an honorable mention to Cabin of the Woods. Both of them, I didn't really know what I was going into when I watched them, and they just blew me away. And easily my biggest disappointment was The Nun, because I absolutely adore that character, and the movie just didn't do very good, and I didn't like it. So Yeah, I'll jump on with your disappointment, Steve, and do The Nun, because I had high hopes I thought for you liked it. it. I mean, okay, so I didn't... Well, I mean, I didn't shit on it like everyone else did because I'm like, well, what do you expect? Like, I don't know. You're right, Joe. I don't fucking know. <laughs> there was too no, much going I, on. I, I, guess I guess maybe because it's the weakest of them that I'm like, oh, why couldn't you do a little bit better with it? Yeah, I, I, I didn't go to bat either. For, I'm I, going to bat for the nun. I, I actually yeah, thought I don't it, think it was bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's just it was yeah. just disappointing, right? That's <laughs> I, like, I can I, still like it and be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I feel about it. It, it was entertaining. But I just had high expectations because of the character, and it just yeah. didn't meet those expectations. Sure. So yeah. But... No, she was definitely creepier in the con, like the Conjuring too, for sure. So yeah. I can understand that. Um, my biggest surprise, I'm gonna give it to Get Out. Um, you know, Jordan. When someone told me Jordan Peele was gonna make a horror movie, I really wasn't expecting much yeah, out of it. Yeah. No. Um, but man, he, he killed it and, uh, I'm excited to see what he does. So yeah, I'd say that was my biggest surprise. Man, biggest disappointment? That's so fucking hard. Um, man, uh, off the top of my head, just recently, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, that's sure. what I was thinking recently, but. <laughs> um, so I'll just say that, cause, yeah. I'll steal the nun and I'll, I'm, I'm not shy. It wasn't good. I didn't like it. I think there's too much going on. Plus like. The nun tried to bury alive the priest in a coffin that would lead to her destruction. That doesn't make any damn sense. Uh, but biggest surprise would be the final girls, because I thought it was going to be a total chick flick, and it wasn't. All right. Her second question is, what was the best horror performance, male and female? Ooh, damn, these are some good questions. Well, it's hard to do decade, but just off the top of my head recently, I'm going best female is Danny from Midsommar, and then I'm going with from, you know what? Excuse me. And then I'm going with Chris from Get Out. Cool. I'm still in Chris, because he's amazing in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Isn't he? So good. Good. And then best actress? You have to come back to me for this one. I don't know. I, you know, I'm I'll third Chris from Get Out. He was fun. He was just perfect for that role. Like, um, female. Mm, let's go with. You know, I'm gonna go off the cuff here. All right. 
and I'm gonna say the um I'm gonna say Lin Shay Insidious. Oh Lynn is my girl. That's an excellent choice, Joe. I'm gonna steal that too. <laughs> she right. she became everyone's like favorite motherly grandma figure. She did. It like turned her into like a horror icon after that. Now she's in like every horror movie. <laughs> Also, shout out to uh, Lorraine from uh, Conjuring. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Pat, both, both. Um, Pat, You're yeah. right. Patrick Wilson and Vera from me, uh, both great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I, I not say Anya Taylor Joy. Well, I was waiting. Witch. <laughs> yeah. And Black Phillip, best animal performance of the game. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I had also the same guy as you guys, Daniel Kalua and Get Out. Just, my God, what a performance. And for uh, female, I had Emily Blunt in The Quiet Place. Uh, her whole pregnant-like sequence was just so tough to watch, and a lot of it's because of her performance, I think. I don't know, man. I've been in two births, and my wife fucking screamed oh. and yelled, so... <laughs> if there's a monster screams like that? No, she she couldn't scream. She didn't scream, yeah. Oh, you find it unbelievable? Absolutely. But, I mean, it's a horror movie, plus your life's on the line, so maybe. Your life and your baby. Come True. on. God. I'd also like to shout out for a mo- more recent one of the decade that ended it um, was uh, the uh, top hat lady there from Dr. Sleep. Yeah. She was great. Such a chick's name. I forget. But she was great. Top hat lady. Rose the <laughs> Rose. Rose the hat. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question. Most memorable moment in a horror film this decade? Um, I'm gonna go with The Conjuring. Um, when the chair like levitates. Um, during that like possession scene in the basement, there mm-hmm. that scene was pretty fucking creepy. So I'll go with that. I'll go with, I've mentioned it before, I guess, because I can't think of anything else right now, is uh, Red Face from Insidious, where he's sitting behind, <laughs> um, what's his face? Patrick Wilson. Patrick. Yeah. Did you say scariest scene, Steve? No, mo- most memorable. Oh, Cabin Woods then, when the elevator's open and all the, True. everything just yeah, shreds the place. Yeah. You're right, Todd. That's a great one, Thank for you. sure. And for me, it was uh, the the nun like painting scene in The Conjuring Two. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a great one too. Oh, it's just, like, amazing. So much tension and just like uh, that's awesome. Uh, her next one is best remake. Ooh, Evil Dead. Not Maniac, Todd. Maniac was my ten, and then I, it it got taken off. <sighs> that's a damn it. Why'd you have to bring that up, Joe? Damn it. <laughs> I know I'm surprised it didn't even make your top ten. I thought I thought for sure it was going to when you kept championing me to watch it. Yeah, it was number ten for a while. Then some, you know how it went back and forth. Yeah, I got. I'll go. I'll go maniac thing because Elijah Wood is like excellent. Yeah, I think I'll go Evil Dead um, for sure. I just can't think. I'm trying to think of all the remakes from this year, but Evil Dead definitely sticks what, out. What about it? One. Oh yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot about it. Do you consider what about Halloween? No. Come on, guys. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Halloween was not very good. It was. It wasn't. You liked terrible. it. You turned. Halloween. I think I gave it like a seven 
on the podcast. I mean, it was disappointing. That's for sure. Yeah, but oh! Hall- Halloween Kills now. It certainly wasn't bad. Ah, oh, yeah, it's it's a great one as well. Um, yeah, you know, I'll go it. Yeah, I went it as well. Uh, just like I, so, the original movie was good. I mean, Tim Curry was amazing, but they really needed a remake. That second half was pretty brutal, and I think they did a pretty good job at remaking it. I think you're going to say, Joe, if you consider that one a remake since it's from a book. It? Yeah. Well, like, it's, it's, is it? Yeah, because I've heard people, like, question whether it's a remake or not because, like, the original was a miniseries and it wasn't, like, a movie. But I still... I say I, I Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes. I'll, I'll go adaptation with it because it's closer to the book than the series, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd still consider it, Nick, I think. Um, her next one is two more. Is the best kill of the decade. Shit. It's going to take me a minute. Uh, ooh, alright. I'm going to go Terrifier when he uh, saws the lady. Saw. The vagina saw. Hacksaw. Yeah. That's another good one. I'll go Cabin in the Woods when uh, Thor... Jumps his bike into a force field. It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, for me, I mean, it wasn't tech. I, well, I mean, she, she got killed, but you know, no one actually killed her. I guess maybe her brother. But in Hereditary, when the girl's head pops off in the car, yeah, it just marked me in a way that like no other kill this decade did. Definitely. And the final one, uh, <laughs> sexiest scene in horror in the decade. Oh, that's an easy one for me. Um, yeah, me too. Creep, Peach Fuzz, doing that sexy <laughs> dance with the Matt Wolf mask on. So about it. And also Mark Duplass going full front nudity in Creep too. What a babe! <laughs> uh, greasy Strangler all the way. Uh, <laughs> lots of wieners, big and small. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. want to hear Sam's answer on this Sam? one. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing really comes to mind. It's, it's not. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think he's sexy, but um, from Get Out, Rose's brother, where they're at the dining <laughs> table and he's like challenging Chris, and he has like just this weird psychotic smirk Ew, on he's his so face. So weird looking. He's wrestle. Like, oh, he's a. Big, <laughs> If you ever get a chance, you guys should watch some interviews by him. Like Caleb Landry he Jones. completely has like a country accent. He's yeah. just so he's adorable. Great. He's great. Such a good actor. He's really good in uh, three billboards outside. Yeah. Yeah, you told me I need yeah. to watch that. Very I'm good. gonna watch that this weekend. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. Who's the, who's the guy in there? Uh, the deputy. Who's that? I oh name. well, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, but the other one. Uh, plays Deb, George W. Bush and oh uh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, so is the girl. Too, I forget her name, but she's excellent too. Yeah, the main woman there. What's her? Uh, Frances McDormand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think if there were any sexy scenes with Patrick Wilson. <laughs> what about when he sings Elvis? <laughs> Every scene with Patrick Wilson is sexy. <laughs> Obviously. What about in the tall grass when he has a little stash? Oh, he's cute. That's cute too. (laughs) Uh, For me, it was the uh, the infamous scene in Black Swan. Oh, Oh, good one. 
That is a good one. Black Swan actually made quite a few lists. I completely forgot about Black Swan. I'd argue that Perfection had a better lesbian scene than Black Swan. No. Pretty much a copy, though. I disagree. I would disagree, too. Mila Kunis and, uh, what's her face there? Hotter. I don't even know her name. <laughs> I forget her name now. Uh, Pad, Padme Pad- Amendola. I was going to say, yeah, Queen Amendola, yeah. All right. Um, so thank Ewan you. McGregor's actually doing a con in Boston in March. Who is? Ewan McGregor. Really? Yep, it's uh, Ewan McGregor, Chris Evans, and uh, Loki there. The three uh, of them. That's going to be like five-hour waits. The three of them have been announced so far, and all three of them have sold out already of their autograph tickets and photo ops. Lame. Would you pay $225 for an autograph? From <laughs> that's, which That's one? what they're charging, all, all three of them. Sheesh. Uh, probably not. Yeah. I was I was thinking about meeting you and for like doctor and having him sign something for Doctor Sleep, but I'm like two twenty five. No thanks. They don't need the money either. That's the problem. Right. Fine. Right. Would you, you, Steve? I know you're big in like the superheroes, so I didn't know if like Chris Evans would be a big. Uh, not 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 for no. I mean, the only person I would pay that money for was Stanley, and he's dead. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it's 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 too much. You know, yeah. you know, it's a good movie for Chris Evans, is Snowpiercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer was pretty one. good. Yeah, it's the same director who just did Parasite. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yep. Cool. And, yep, yep. Chris Evans also, not another teen movie. Great movie. He's got the whipped cream bikini. <laughs> Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out was great, too. Um, yeah, he's doing a photo with The Shield at that con for like 250, no, 275, I think it is. Damn, for a picture? Yeah, Jeez. for Picture with yeah him with the with the Captain America shield. That's that's crazy. And they sold out, so I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So thank you, Mandy, for the questions. Next one comes from Michelle. She asks, "How many in your top ten of the decade would be on your top ten of all time?" Ooh, that's a great question. What was it? How many on the top ten your- of the decade would be would make your top ten of all time? I would say at least one. Mm. I would say at least two. Get out in the conjuring. Maybe the witch. Yeah, I, I just felt like the- a lot of a lot of seventies and eighties will be in my top ten. So. Right. Yeah. And it's two for me. Both conjuring two and insidious would probably make my favorites of all time. We gotta do that eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me time. Like, it's all time. been two yeah. really hard weeks. That's, that's a hot. That's a loaded thing. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was telling. Know Steve, if I know my top ten of all time, like that's so. Yeah. Hot. I was telling Steve we should do like start from the fifties top ten and work our way up. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, we should definitely do that. I would totally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we have a similar question from the Texas Giant Three that's over on Twitter. How does the 2010s compare to the 90s, 80s, etc.? Ooh. I, I mean, I think, was, I think it was solid, but, like, I, it... Mm-hmm. The 90s wasn't great. I, well, I don't know. It's different, because you're, like... Uh, yeah. You're, like, a different age. You appreciate things more right. now, but... But you also I, have to dive into it, too. Like we did with but, these... Right. Yeah. yeah, so, like, I'm trying to think of, like, great movies from 2000 to 2010. Scream. 
a decade, oh, and yeah. it was pretty low. Like, yeah, there were some good ones, but uh, I mean, I think it's like on par with like the past, like uh, of that decade, like two thousand to two thousand ten. I'd say it's probably on par with it. Maybe a little better. I feel like um, there's been a real resurgence the last few years with obviously directors like Ari Aster and Robert Eggers and Jordan Peele coming out doing like something different. Um, that's really taking the genre in a really good direction. So, um, but like compared to obviously like the 80s and 70s, I mean, I think we look at those kind of with rose-colored glasses. But mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of defined the genre in a lot of ways. So it's kind of tough to compare. I could think. Yeah, of- I mean, I feel like it's cute. Horror's been keeping up with itself, so it's not like it's gone completely downhill. So there was definitely some a dark ages though, like when like there was just nothing good coming out. Like even like there was talk. There was talk like Stephen King. Like Stephen King was like a dirty word for a long time there because all of his movies coming, all the adaptations were fucking awful. Like Tommyknockers and like Sleepwalkers. And like, you gotta make Garrett do them all. He fucking sucks. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. The Shining remake, and uh, yeah, there's a bunch of dog shit coming out. But now it's like, well, that's just now people are excited again. Yeah, but there was like that ten year period, you know, where it was like all dog shit coming out. So. I disagree. Okay. <laughs> I, I gotta say, if we did our two thousand list, I know my one and two already. For what your all time? No, for two thousand to two thousand nine. Well, Scream would probably be my number one, I would think. But I'd have to, like, look. No, I, no wait, Scream was 97, yeah, was, right? So oh, just, yeah, okay, all right. I don't even, I'm trying to think. Like, all right, well, let me hear. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead would be my... Yeah, yeah Dawn of the Dead for, for sure. sure. Um, and The Descent. Those are probably one yeah, and two. Yeah, The Descent would definitely be up there for me as well. Definitely. Dawn of the Dead I did really like. I'd have okay. to look at the rest of, like, the what came out in those ten years, though. We'll get to it. Did Screen 2 come out in 2000, or was that... I thought that was 99, I want to say. 99? I'll look it up right now. But would you put that in there? Scream 2? Yeah. Maybe of the best of that decade. I mean, I like I said, I'd really... I mean, I can't remember what came out in those 10 years, so I'd have to, like, look them up, you know? Yeah. But Scream 2 is good. For me, without a doubt, it would be Dawn of the Dead and Saw. I think. Oh, oh, Saw, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely Saw. Scream was 96, Scream 2, 97. All right. And 3, 2004, 2011. I'll go to bat for 3. I actually didn't hate it. Yeah, it wasn't, great. it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. My 2 was for 4. 4, yeah, 4 was, actually 4 got 1 vote on the list. Whose list? Looking at you, list. looking at you, TJ. Who? Oh, Todd already knows. It was one of Todd's friends. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" I think he also had Annabelle on there. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was a different guy. Okay. Did anyone have Ouija? No. Ugh. Good. No one. Ha- you want to hear some of the, maybe some of the more surprising ones? I guess. Yeah, that yeah. was. A- okay. All right. Well, actually, let me go over some like I had never even heard of before. So maybe you guys might want to check these out. Um, and actually, there were two. This made two lists. These were from Steve's friends. Um, Beyond the Black Rainbow from 2010. Never heard of it. Mm-mm. Never heard of it either. Nope, never. That, that, that's my cousin and his friend. They're, they're practically one brain between the two of them. So uh, they had a lot of stuff together. And But he did highly recommend it. 
Um, so that's something I'll check out. For I sure. like the title. Yeah, it is a cool title. Um, another one I uh, had never heard of was The Battery from 2012. I actually did look it up. And yes, it you like have, because I talked about it, Joe. Did you? Okay. <laughs> it's a good one, Todd? It's good, really good. Super low budget. I think they spent $5,000 on it. Nice. Something like that, but super good. All right. Uh, another one I had not heard of was Spring from 2014. I looked it up, and it had an interesting premise, though. It sounded kind of cool. Um, Girl House oh. from 2014. Never heard of that one. Um, and Excision from 2012. That's another one I had not heard of. Um, as far as ones that surprised me, um, with two first place votes, it comes at night. It was good. My cousin... That's so my cousin and his friend again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they're the most pretentious loops ever. <laughs> I mean, it, they weren't, it certainly wasn't a bad movie, but I think one of A24's biggest disappointments. Do you guys remember I, when I was starting my list of like 20 movies, I had The Visit on there? Mm-hmm. I remember it's pretty. It didn't make one. Actually, didn't make any list, which actually kind of surprised me because a lot of people, I thought someone a lot of people least, did like that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what other ones that may be surprised? Um, Lords of Salem receiving two votes. All right. Ugh. That's my people again. <laughs> um, oh, uh, here's one um, that I've heard a lot of good buzz about. It received a first place vote, actually. Um, it is, I believe, a Korean movie. It's called The Wailing from 2006. Oh, gross. I hate that movie. You did not? Okay, I've never yeah. seen it. Why did you hate it? It's super boring. It's like three hours long, and yeah. it has like a really, really cool scene right at the end, but other than that, I was fucking bored. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, another one here. Okay, this one actually is one that I really enjoyed, um, just did not make it, but uh, Mother was on three ballots and yeah. peaked out at second place um, vote. That was one I had to knock off. Here's one we actually reviewed for the podcast a long time ago, Todd. Tell me if you remember it. Baskin. That we did? Baskin from 2015. I don't remember if we were doing that. I think we did. I'm pretty sure we did. Steve? Our our historian? Okay, maybe. (laughs) Steve be like, oh, I just listened to that episode. I was like, maybe I just reviewed it for my YouTube channel a long time ago. (laughs) I, I remember reviewing it. Maybe it was just me by myself. Though. <laughs> it was your other podcast. <laughs> My own, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I guess that's really about it. Um, oh, Shin Godzilla, which I've never seen, received uh, three three votes, three bouts. And you guys seen that one? Nope. Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Um, oh, here's one that shocked me, but it, it only got one. Ba- it was only on one ballot, but Death House received a third oh, place vote. Gross. Oh, oh, whose list was that? <laughs> not, not one of mine. Whose list? What? Whose list? You want me to out them? Out okay, them. Whose, whose friend was it? Uh, it was on one of my one of my. Uh. I, I could probably guess who it fucking was too. Whoa! Out them. <laughs> Rhymes with no. no. 
It's our friend Steven from Super Retro Throwback Reviews over at the over on the door another member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. <laughs> um, I wanna know why. So I want him to send us a message as to what he liked about that movie. Yeah, yeah go to bat for it. Um uh, what else? The Thing remake from 2011 also was on two ballots. Huh. I was in the theater and I was like, ew. From 2011? Mm-hmm. Why is this coming to my brain? I saw that with my wife, actually. I remember. Uh, uh, go ahead. With, uh, uh, Deathgasm. Death- yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, Deathgasm. You know what was, like, my number 10 that I knocked off when okay. I told you it was... Uh, Devil's Candy. Oh yeah, Devil's Candy's great. Yep. Yep. Uh, did anyone vote for that? No, forgot no one, about it. No one did vote for Devil's. Actually, no, we had one person voted for Devil's Candy. Who yep. was it? Um, our friend Kevin from uh, Wicked Horror Show and Secret Underground Hideout, from right. also part of the Dorkening All podcast right, Kevin. network. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. And what else on here? That's kind of a little different. Um, Raw. Oh yeah. It was okay. Lame, lame, lame. Hey, Sam. What? I think me and you would both have the loved ones on our 2000-2009 list. Yep. Oh, yeah. That, I Fuck would, yeah. too. So good. Um, Frozen received was on two ballots. Let it go. <laughs> oh. Not that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Surprise Todd didn't have 47 meters deep or whatever the second one's fucking called. What's it called? 47 meters deep. No, 47 meters down, uncaged. Oh, it's good, man. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's a good 5 out of 10. What about... Oh, Belko Experiment did make a list. Uh, peaked at number 2 on someone's list. Cool. It was number Oculus. 1 for the longest time of my life. Oculus made one list. I actually liked Oculus. It wouldn't make my top 10, but... It, it's good. Make my top 25, probably. What about, here's one I did not like at all. Um, only made one list, but Neon Demon. You know what? <laughs> I, I liked it. You liked it. it? Yeah. I was not a fan. Could I watch it again? I'm not sure, but I did like it. Mm-hmm. Who had that on the list? Is it someone I know? Uh, no, I think that was yeah, one of mine. Excuse, yeah. Right. yeah that's one of mine. How about this one? The Gift from 2015 with Jason Bateman. Remember that I one? I've seen that one. That one's pretty good. Where the, he, the guy shows up to their house. Yeah, and then like he like... Oh my god! He like, rape, he, like rapes the wife or whatever. Or we don't oh, know don't if he raped that. her or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? That just made me think I forgot one. Well, I don't know. Was it, surely it was after 2009. Um, the one with Keanu Reeves. And what's her face? Oh, Realize... that was good. I don't. I think that might have been before, but I was can't that remember. Before? Okay. Um, with knock gift. knock. Yeah, the gift always makes me think of knock knock. Knock knock was good. good. Yeah. What about? Here's one I don't remember with Jeffrey Dean Morgan from 2012, yeah! The Possession. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one. Really? Yeah. I remember seeing that one in the theater. What about? Here's one I'm surprised got a vote. The Wolfman from 2010, starring Benicio Del Toro. Oh. I know who gave that list. <laughs> also on that list was The Boy. The Boy. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like The Boy, really? You better stop playing. <laughs> yeah. 
That's... Hey, we get the sequel coming out like next month. The, no. the yeah. boys. It's called Brahms, the boy too. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and the guest, that was a good one. That was on someone's list. That one's a really fun. The guest. The guest. It's like he's like uh like stays with the family and he's like psychotic and it's got like a real cool like synthesizer uh like soundtrack and stuff. The guest. It's a, it's a pretty it. good one. Here's one, Todd, that we reviewed. Got one vote. Girl walks home alone at night. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, not, not very good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's about that's it. Um, one vote for Bird Box as well. Yeah. Mondo. I was, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Final Girls made a couple of other lists as well. Um, I'll talk to Jane Doe actually made a lot of lists, but they were all low. Low, yeah. Yeah, votes. I can see that. So. Well, I'm a little offended that the intruder wasn't on there. <laughs> that movie was not good. <laughs> I know. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Uh, all right. So hey, guys, it wasn't good. Oh God, no! It was oh, I wanted to watch it. No, it's like, but it's good. It's like so bad, it's good. Like it's just trash. But like, oh, it's kind of comical. <laughs> yeah. Watch it. All right, I'll watch it. It's not. It, yeah, just it's bad. But like, I kind of liked it. It's pretty much like a Christmas sport. No, I'm joking. <laughs> What's the it's one? It's just like Dennis Quaid just like batshit crazy. Like he like, oh man. He like, he's so like, he hams it up so much. It's it's entertaining. Yeah. Hey, what's the one with Samuel Jackson who doesn't oh, like this uh, white guy? Lakeview uh, Terrace. Yeah, Lakeview Terrace. Is yeah. it kind of like that? E- kind of. All right, I'm in. I I'm going to look for it. But... <clears throat> yeah. Steve, you got any more questions? questions? I do. All right. Uh, Still from the same person. Favorite director of the decade? Of the decade. Uh, You know, I'm going to go Ari Aster. Um, It's close, I would say, between him, Eggers, and Peel, but I'm going to go Aster on that one. I'm going to go JP. JP? I'm just kidding. I know. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm gonna go with Todd. Thanks, buddy. Oh, I like it. I'm gonna go Takiti Wat Watiti. Directed what we do in the shadows. Take out Watiti. There you go. Did he do anything else? What we do in the shadows. Jojo Rabbit. Not horror. Thoria. And for me, I mean, my top two were the same director, so uh, James Wan would probably be my favorite one of the decade. Yeah, that's uh, with too. definitely honorable mention to Ari Aster. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we have this isn't a question, but uh, Rise Horror Corner on Instagram sent his, his top three of the decade, and they were at number three, Cabin in the Woods, number two, Your Next, and number one, Ready or Not. There you go. So, Two that did not make the list, but actually, Ready or Not did get a lot of votes as well, just not high enough yeah. to. Um, Thanks for sending in your list. top three. Yeah, totally. Good talk. Yeah, Ready or Not actually made five five of the ballots, five of the twenty-four. Right. That's great. It almost made mine. Like I, I, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our final question comes from Patrick over on Facebook. What we, got a last, we got a last minute one on Instagram as well, Steve. I can read it if you want. Okay. Yeah, so I'll ask this one, and you can ask that one. Uh, so Patrick says, what makes a horror film good or bad, in your opinion? Please show your work for full credit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
what is it? What makes a horror movie good or bad? Yeah. I mean, I think acting is really important, but at the end of the day, you need like a good story. story yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think it's how it makes you feel too. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's Train to Busan trying to get you to cry at the end, or uh, Ready or Not trying to get you to just like stand up in your chair and cheer for her. Um, yeah. So yeah, like whatever it's, whatever mood it's going for, if it can connect with you. I say acting is really important because you can have a fantastic story, but if the actors are trash, it will take you out of the movie. Yes, it all. Yeah. yeah. And I wrote one word, and that's immersion. If I can get immersed into the movie and the story, then it's probably a good film. And if it doesn't, if for whatever reason, whether it's bad CGI or bad acting, then it can be a bad movie. So that's all the questions I had. Yeah, great, yeah. C- CGI is probably the most common thing that ruins a movie for me. Sure. And it's here to stay. Yep. <laughs> Did you hear the rumors that they might be remaking Jaws? Oh, yes. No. <laughs> no, it's just going to be a big old CGI shark. Yeah. Let's hope it doesn't happen. That's one, like, I would be like, no. Like, don't do it. Like, you know. You would be the type of person that uh, would, yeah. like, relax. Just see what it is. <laughs> right. That's one I don't think should ever be touched. Kind of like The Exorcist. Like, I know they made the TV show, but it's, like, different. You know? Um, like, I would never want to see them remake The Exorcist. And I wouldn't want to see them remake The Shining. I know they did. Like, it was, like, a bit. It was a made-for-TV movie so style. Garbage. Yeah. yeah. That kid actor was so bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you, you can't. You can't replace Rob Schneider or Quint or nothing about that movie, so don't please don't try. Uh, I, I saw a tweet by Damien Maffei about it, and I kind of agree with him. You know, w- this goes for all remakes. Is worst case scenario, you get a bad film, you move on. It doesn't take away from the original. Best case, you get a cool shark movie, and who cares if it's called Jaws or whatever? So whatever. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. good way to look at it for sure. Yeah, that's how I'm just like, take it for what it is and move on with your life. I don't want to. <laughs> well, Todd, sometimes we just got to do things that we don't want to do. It's my second favorite horror film of all time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, this one, uh, we had a last-minute question from uh, the Spider movie over on Instagram, which I'm assuming that's an indie uh, horror movie that will be coming out soon. So good luck to you all guys. Right. Uh, but they wanted to know uh, your choice for most original of the decade. Kind of a tough one off on the spot there, but you guys have one off the top of your head, maybe. I'm gonna go with Get Out. Get Out. Yeah. Okay. I knew you would. I know. I'm sorry. I'll try to think of something else. <laughs> Ready or not, man, that's pretty cool. You gotta play a board game, or you're dead. I like that. Yeah. Uh, for me, it, maybe like I know in concept it's not original, but in execution I thought it was Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a bunch of not original ideas, but put together in that way it was really original. Yeah, I go with that. I was kind of what I was thinking as well, like off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then also Kayla Lene said, uh, I don't know how you guys do it. I suck at choosing favorites, but excited to hear your lists. Yeah. So, it ain't easy. It's hard out here for a horror fan. Oh. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm kind of relieved that we're going back to, like, single toadies for a while, because, holy shit, the last, like, two weeks have been mentally intense. It's, uh, it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of thinking. It was fun as hell, though. I love doing these, but, uh, yeah, it's gonna be nice to do easier stuff for the next little while. Yeah, I agree. Are we doing uh, Dracula? We, yeah, I think so. I think that's our yeah. plan. Uh, Dracula and then underwater, possibly. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. Kristen Stewart fighting aliens underwater. Kristen Stewart? Yeah. A, a bald, blonde Kristen Stewart. Yep. And uh, I think we're glossing over the, the grudge for now. Maybe when that hits DVD, we'll give it a shot just to see how terrible it truly is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing very well out there. Um, it makes also, you want to watch it more. Like it's crazy. What's the, that? The, the worst. The like the reviews are so bad that I'm like, oh, I need to see it now. Oh, it can't be worse yeah. than Slender Man, though. No, it can't. There's no way. Yeah, I was like, there's no way. Yeah. I just want to see it for Lynn Shay. Yep. She's great. <laughs> but I heard she's only in it for like five minutes. <laughs> It really intrigued by the boy too. I don't know why, but just like I just don't know what they're gonna do with that storyline. Like after the how the first one ended, so can Katie Holmes write that franchise? I doubt it. No, probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least she got away from right. Tom. Though. <laughs> yeah. Tom, Tom is a national treasure. You shut your mouth. What? Top Top Gun Part Two, baby. Aren't they making a new one? Yeah, it's coming out this year. Nice. You ever seen the trailer? Look at the trailer. It'll make you fucking rock hard, I guarantee it's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Is it... Wait, no, but uh, the other guy isn't in it, right? Falcomer? He's in it. He makes a special appearance. Yeah? Yep. Oh, damn. I thought he was, like, really sick. He had uh, throat surgery, so I don't know what his role is exactly, but he's in it. Oh, nice. All right. I'll, I'll give it a shot, then. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Yes. Yeah. Tough, right. tough, tough, tough episode. That's but fun. Yep. Yeah, very fun. All, All right. right. So, so guys, you guys if hold on one sec. So if you guys want to be current with the next show, watch Dracula on Netflix. It's three parts. Uh, each episode is about an hour and a half, three episodes. So if you want to follow along, uh, watch Dracula on Netflix. Hell yeah. And send in questions for us to, like, ask the other listeners if you'd like. You can follow any of us on any of our social medias. Uh, I am at Joe's House of Horror on Instagram. I am at Halloween Happy. Are you pointing at me? Yes. I am Todd. <laughs> Come on, Todd. Todd, all things horror. Not horror. Horror. Well, I should do horror. <laughs> And I'm at flipping the nerd, and try try to send them uh, privately because when they're public, then we can all see them. And just... I don't have Twitter don't... though, so that's not a problem for me on, on that. Right, <laughs> it's just easier. Cool. Bye. Bye. See ya. All right. Bye.